Hello and welcome to The Pulse. Later in today's show, Chief Executive Lan Chongying faces lawmakers in the LegCo chamber. And we look at the investigations into alleged misappropriation of funds by the former Chief of the Independent Commission Against Corruption, Timothy Tong. But first, on Wednesday night, at least 40,000 supporters of Malaysia's opposition held a rally in protest against alleged fraud in the country's recent elections. Anwar Ibrahim, its leader, has vowed to expose the cheating in the polls. But whether the results were manipulated or not, the opposition has gained ground. Not only did it win the popular vote, it also won 89 seats in Parliament, compared to the ruling coalition's 133, reducing the ruling coalition's majority. Well, with us in the studio are Jeremiah Fu of Bersay and Chao Ching, who went to Malaysia to observe the election process. Let me start with you. There's all these allegations of voter fraud. You were there. Did you see any of that? Yes, just check the town. I was staying alone. Um, there were 30 people, around 30 people, whose name just disappeared from the electoral roll. There were some other people who just being transferred to other constituency to, uh, without any consent. So they, they couldn't vote, you mean? Yeah, they are literally deprived of the right to vote. And, and when you were there, were people at the time saying, hey, what's going on here, or were they just accepting that? They're familiar with, you know, the foot-wrecking tactics from the ruling party uh, all over the years. But this time, they were confident enough that, uh, you know, the foot-wrecking could topple the government this time. But eventually, they were disappointed again. Well, Jeremiah Fu, obviously, uh, as matters stand, the government hasn't been toppled. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, in the aftermath of the election, it seems things are turning quite nasty. Um, I wouldn't use the word nasty to describe what's happening. Um, well, the Prime Minister is, 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 is talking about Chinese tsunami. I mean, you know, yes. Malaysia is a country that's had race riots. Yes. This isn't a joking matter, is it? Yes, and he retracted what he, what he said the next day yeah. he, because there were too many complaints. And uh, he said, oh, the, the reporter heard wrong. So, okay. <laughs> well, it happens. Right? So, but um, the thing is, um, uh, they, they were very nice with, to you at the polling station. They, when they tell you, look, your name is not here, but you have got to go to another station to vote. Uh, and there's nothing else you can do but to say, okay, I'll go to the other station and rush there. So, so plenty of things happened on that day. Uh, and... and Whatever that happened, uh, per se, as a group, um, are now trying to, to, to set up a people's tribunal to, yeah, to find out, to gather evidence and, and find out what actually went, up, went on that day. I mean, from, from your time covering the election, did you sense a mood of optimism, of anger? I'm just trying to find out what it felt like to be there while this was going on. Yes, people were fairly optimistic uh, about this time. So... There are many people working overseas who really came back to vote because they're afraid of the, you know, the logistic process of the postal vote. Yeah, this is also the first time we were allowed to vote overseas. So, but, you know, so we decided to just fly back. So there's a movement going on. We call it Jom Balik Undi, which means let's go home and vote. Uh, and, uh, and and groups of people donated money for pe and to subsidize people who cannot fly back. 
uh, and for example, the group in Hong Kong subsidized 500 Hong Kong dollar per person to, to fly them back to Malaysia to vote, basically. I mean, it's very interesting. If you mm. look at the opposition, the opposition, they're not natural allies. You've got, you've got fundamental Islamists there. You've got one party that's a member of the Socialist International in there. Yeah. I mean, you know, if they don't, would form a government, it would be pretty weird, wouldn't it? Uh, we call it democracy. <laughs> because but is it workable? I, I believe so, because they have been working together in the last five, five odd years to, in, that, in the previous um, um, government, uh, not, only, uh, not only as a, a ruling government in, in state government like, like Perak, before it was toppled again, um, we had a past leader leading DAP members. This is the Islamic uh, the, the Party, Islamic party mm. leading DAP members who are mostly Christians. And, and mostly Chinese. And mostly Chinese, mm. yeah. And, and there was no problem uh, in, in that sense. So, mm. so I think uh, the, the Pakatan Rakyat, Rakyat uh, coalition has, uh, has found their, their, their point of equilibrium where they can balance themselves. Um, and all of them have their own leaders. You have Lim Kit Siang, you have Anwar, yeah. and then, yeah. So, should be fine. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people in Hong Kong who are, have been observing this uh, election and are not very sympathetic to democracy will say, hey, look at Malaysia if you want an example of what happens when you have democratic elections. Um, what do you say to that? I think that's simply not true because you see that people there and the opposition party, they are very mature in the sense that um, you see the opposition coalition. Um, one thing that strikes me the most is their ability to mobilize huge public support that transcend racial and religious difference. Um, and, you know, they will stand united together for one common goal to topple the government and make changes happen. Well, I'm sorry yeah. we're out of time, but thank you both very much. Meanwhile, back in Hong Kong on Thursday, Chief Executive Lan Chung-Ying faced lawmakers again. The Q&E session went pretty much as it's always done. Some legislators got thrown out, a few challenges came up, and supporters did their best to lob softball questions. Split splash, I was taking a bath, long about a Saturday night. Chen 創意的價值,因此重要性。Other lawmakers were rather less entranced by rubber duck issues. They were more interested in topics such as why Melody Chan, a volunteer for Occupy Central, had only recently been arrested and charged for her involvement in a protest in Central during a July the 1st rally nearly two years ago. So, Chief 
係去政治迫害同埋呢個選擇性嘅檢控。范國議員現在行政長官發言，請你坐低。范國議員，如果你再唔坐低咧，我唯有命令你離開會議廳。范國議員立即坐低，我命令你而家立即退席。秘書。In his opening address, Chief Executive Liang Chunying spent more than 10 minutes to deliver a work report. It essentially mirrored issues raised in the first policy address, such as housing and land use, social welfare, economic development, internal affairs, and the relationship between Hong Kong and the central government. It left some lawmakers feeling a little impatient. 试下，到底答问大会系佢一个人讲嘢发言咧，定系一个真系答问啊？李卓仁议员并无以示规则规定行政长官到本会发言嘅发言嘅时刻。The chief executive did go on to talk about issues that concerned him. He expressed his disappointment that pan-democrat lawmakers wanted to refuse to donate money to victims of the Ya'an earthquake in Sichuan. And he said that the filibuster over the budget wasn't just making Hong Kong look bad in the international arena, but was also disturbing the governance of the Hong Kong government. This for society generally, especially for those who have needs, will cause a negative impact. And it will also prevent the government from taking a 梁國雄議員立即離開會議廳。黃毓民議員、陳偉業議員、陳志全議員全部立即離開會議廳。主席，我頭先留意到咧，當你運用權力邀請我哋幾位同事離開嘅時候咧，特首先生咧就欣欣嘴笑，好似若有所得咁。我唔知道特首。理唔理解到個嚴重性喺邊度？因為雖然我哋未必認同呢幾位同事嘅行為，但係佢哋都係高票當選嘅民選議員，背後有幾十萬嘅選民支持。其實佢哋嘅行為正係代表咗我哋嘅社會，係正係嚴重分化緊，嚴重程度係幾屆特區政府以嚟最緊要嘅。特首先生當選嘅時候，話要營造香港型。到到今時今日，我哋嘅分化已經遠超臨界點。我想問下特首，你幾時會回頭是岸 ？We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. This week, legislators supported a LegCo inquiry into the conduct of former ICAC Commissioner Timothy Tong. 25 councillors backed a petition put forward by Sid Ho and Dennis Kwok to set up a select committee. The DAB said it opposed the inquiry but won't refuse to take part. However, a LegCo House committee recently rejected a proposal to invoke the Powers and Privileges Ordinance to investigate the allegations against Mr. Tong, and that means the Select Committee won't be able to use the ordinance to force witnesses to give evidence. Meanwhile, the government has also set up an independent review to investigate the ICAC's spending.
我仍然希望大家誒關注關注我哋各方面工作係好嘅，提升呢個宣傳縮貪窗簾信息。I just had some occasion met him in the escalator of the commission, and I, I, in my opinion, he have had some. He had had some、uh, alcoholic drinks. Uh, when he performing some performing official duty, that's his personal integrity, his personal values, which is a departure to the traditional ICC values. After almost four decades in existence, the ICAC could find itself for the first time in the position of having to investigate its own former head, the former commission chief. Timothy Tong may soon be under investigation by his former subordinates for spending excessive amounts of public money, whining and dining mainland officials, and buying them gifts. An audit report found that Tong hosted two dinner receptions that, in 2011, exceeded the budget allowance. More than two thirds of the $220,000 he spent on gifts while in office went across the border. Allegedly, he also exercised his discretion to raise the spending cap while hosting dinners for visiting mainland officials at luxurious hotels. He is said to have treated the guests at both banquets to at least 20 bottles of expensive liquor, including Maltai wine, at the expense of the commission. The spending was approximately $1,200 per head, which is far more than the maximum of $450 per head stipulated by ICAC guidelines. And for more than Hong Kong's own civil servants are ever allowed to accept under the ICAC guidelines. The commission also confirmed that Tong approved the expenditure on liquor consumed at both banquets separately from that of the food. Some argue that Tong's approval of the expenditure, given that he attended the banquets himself, could also constitute a conflict of interest. More than half of Mr. Tong's duty visits while in office were spent in the mainland. He is also said to have been particularly generous to mainland officials during his five-year tenure. After stepping down as commissioner last year, Mr. Tong was appointed to the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference, China's top consultative body, in February. Some have also asked why some of the guests Tong entertained at ICAC expense were not directly related to his job as anti-crafts chief, including whining and dining with liaison officials Huang Langfa. And Se Xiaoqing more than 20 times during his tenure. An official complaint has been filed to the ICAC to probe allegations that Tong abused his position to obtain a seat on CPPCC. Reports have already been made to the ICC, so. What we are dealing with is a criminal allegation. A criminal investigation is being carried out. So, if you ask me, I think most appropriate 
is to wait for the ICAC criminal investigation first to show that the ICAC is still independent. They still have the, the,、uh, the courage to clear their own house. 我現在宣布成立嘅獨立檢討委員會，則就制度上進行檢討。創建現代社會，徹查抗英明，徹查抗英明。The main problem of the review committee is uh, the committee uh, have low statutory power for investigation. The committee cannot summons any witnesses or、uh, evidence. To to understand the whole picture of Mr. Timothy Tong's scandal. On Wednesday, Dennis Cook from the Civic Party and Sikho of the Labour Party won the support of 23 pan-democratic lawmakers to set up a select committee to question Tong over the allegations. That move came after an attempt by pan-democratic legislators to invoke the Powers and Privileges Bill to examine the ICAC scandal was vetoed last week. This is the first time lawmakers have adopted a standing rule that allows legislators to petition the chamber for a select committee that does not have the power to summon witnesses to testify. Though opposing the petition, pro-government lawmakers did reluctantly agree to join the committee. Only 13 members can participate. Pro-establishment members will likely dominate. The select committee right now、uh, does not have the power to use、uh, to summon witnesses and to summon uh, uh, documentary evidence.、Uh, of course, that is only now. I, I stress this because we can always, when we hit a wall. So to speak, we can always go back to the council to move a motion for the use of the power to summon witnesses if the key persons involved in this saga are unwilling to cooperate. Comes when the more information that would be disclosed, I think and I hope that the demand for power and privilege the,、uh, to summon witness would be supported by the community, and I hope that would move. The pro-establishment camp to the vote yes for this、uh, use of power and privilege. If、uh, the select committee of the electoral cannot have the power to summon, then maybe they have difficulty to proceed forward、um, for various reasons.、Uh, for some witness, they may not voluntarily attend uh, the committee uh, to give information. For some, they will need、uh, even protection or to exemption from their. Official secret act、uh, or official oath to keep secret. They may be the former、uh, commission, commission staff、uh, bound by such、uh, confidentiality、uh, obligation. One source has informed the House that the ICAC hasn't yet confirmed to the complainant that it will proceed and investigate Tong's case. Lechko's Public Accounts Committee does have the power to summon witnesses, but has limited scope to investigate the misuse of public money at two banquets that was charged by the audit report. The Chief Executive System Review Committee has a limited brief. It is only to set up to look into the Commission's regulatory procedures for handling expenses on official entertainment, gifts, and duty visits. Is staying away from the Timothy Tong case. Well, as far as I know, within the ICC, there is already a system. That is, 
any officer who wants to spend money on entertainment or to buy gifts, they must seek approval from their senior officer all the way from the bottom up to until the level of commissioner. So it's not the problem with the system. The system is all right. It's only the problem with personal integrity. And I'm afraid that's it for this episode of The Pulse. Time for my usual reminder that if you've missed part of it, want to see more or even see it again, you can always go to The Pulse page on the RTHK website. We'll see you at the same time next week. Until then, goodbye. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. Cause I don't know what's up there beyond the sky. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come.